Make sure you subscribe to us, follow us, do whatever, wherever you listen. I know it's different on all the things, mm-hmm. but it really helps us when you do subscribe and rate the show and let us know what you think. We're not just looking for, you know, all five stars. Please actually tell us what you think, ways we can improve and what you do and don't like about the show. And also, if you're interested, follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Check the description on wherever you're listening because you'll see the Instagram and Twitter handles. Do you want to know what I named this one in my notes? What? I named the episode Hippolyta and her ornery orrery. Jesus. <laughs> you love it. Oh my god. a mini-sode episode seven of lovecraft's country this is the episode where i've actually taken the least amount of notes not much happens it's all in a alternate reality of sorts yeah it it kind of felt like this episode didn't need to be a whole episode it kind of felt like this could have been the first half and then there could have been a whole second other half so it starts with hippolyta what's her daughter's name d d Hippolyta and D have gone, it's kind of like what they've been up to. And right, which you think would be a much more interesting storyline, but. So they're at the mansion, and they see it's destroyed and burned down, and. My main problem with this episode, where there are two instances of things that were not possible. The first one being here, where they're at the burned down remains of the. Mansion. The mansion, and. Hippolyta finds the front page of the daughter's comic book that George had taken on the trip. And yeah. it's been months and it's just been sitting there exposed. There's no way. Bullshit. It would have burned. Yeah. Started off on at a low point for me, I guess. <laughs> and then rather quickly she solves the ornery. Like right away. <laughs> also, I guess three moments that were a little bit of bullshit. But I don't know. She seems like we don't know too much about her backstory. She's smart. She's super smart, totally. So maybe she did just figure it out. But but then it's also like, I don't know, I guess it's whatever. And then it gives her a key with a latitude and longitude. Next it cuts to what Ruby and... What's her name? Christina? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It cuts to what Ruby and Christina have been up to. And you find out that it's not the potion... That is just changing their race or gender or whatever. They're actually using the blood of William, who seems to be in a coma. She said he was dead, that he actually died. Well, he can't actually be dead because then they wouldn't be getting blood. I don't know. He's in some kind of magic coma. And then the woman Ruby has been turning into is also just kind of there in a bed in a magic coma thing mm-hmm. so that was weird well yeah i was like oh her potions aren't as cool as i thought it's just is turning them into these people she's kind of holding hostage i don't really know they don't really explain at least with the woman yeah they did say she did say william was murdered he by was, the other he guy. was shot and stuff so like he it makes sense with him but who is this woman hmm. i don't know it cuts back to Atticus and Letty, and we see that uh, Letty's been having the same dream that Tick has been having, where she's running through the mansion following Hannah, and it's on fire, except in Letty's version of the dream, she's pregnant. 
And Hannah doesn't try to talk. She just is carrying a book. And they talk about that dream for a little while. And Tick has also been able to decipher like half of the language so far. I guess this episode is kind of just like all build up. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of just like it's it's like the filler episode. It's kind of all the build it's up. It's all and... these like storylines that you wanted to know more about. And they're just like, yep, it's still happening. But we're not going to talk about it. It's It's kind of like... Yeah, it's all the storylines you want to know more about, but you don't learn anything cool. <laughs> it's just kind of like, it's getting there. It's gonna be cool. We'll see, I guess. Tick and Letty decide to go to Montrose's apartment to try to see if he knows anything about this book that Letty saw. Because they think it's, what, what are they called? The Book of Names. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, the Book of Names. So they go to Montrose's apartment, and as soon as they're walking down the hallway, Montrose's partner, whoever he Sandy. is, is leaving, and they're in a bit of an argument, and Montrose is, like, holding his arm, but it's definitely in a way that, like, uh, you know, two people that are together would touch each other in an argument. and Yeah, like, like if we got into an argument and I went to storm off, you would grab my wrist like that. <laughs> God. But Montrose was kind of being a dick <laughs> to him, and uh, there's this whole scene where Sammy had woken up early, and it was the first time that he was allowed to stay the night. And uh, Montrose is just complaining about the food that he had made mm -hmm. for him, even though Montrose, like he said, all you had in your shelves were whiskey, so I got you food, and I made you breakfast. And he's like, this isn't how I like my grits. I don't eat pork. This is, this coffee is too sweet. Yeah, it's just another storyline where they just gave you a tiny amount of it, and then we didn't see anything else about it this episode, really. Mm-hmm. Except now it's confirmed, and Atticus uses the F word, I don't like to say it, to describe his father, saying that he's mm -hmm. gay. I don't, I don't think, like, Tick has anything against gay people. That's I just, just what the, it's a common term back a, then, Yeah, I especially think. back it's then, still it was like a common a term, and... Because then Tick kind of has like a little freak out. And I think he, he also used that word because he knew it would hurt his father. Because his dad literally beat him mm -hmm. so that he, he wouldn't, wouldn't be, be gay. That or he, yeah. wouldn't, that he even says, so you wouldn't be soft. So yeah, like Tick is having his little freak out. Letty comes back down and has discovered that Tick has a cousin in St. Louis. So it's from here that the two... Hippolyta and Atticus and Letty's stories kind of intersect for a moment and they go to Hippolyta to try and borrow the car, but she's on her way already to the coordinates from the orrery. <laughs> the ornery. <laughs> Tick even asked her, like, hey, this is a really important trip. Can we please borrow the car? And Hippolyta is like, no, this is my car. I'm going on this trip. And she even lies where she's going. She says she's just going on a guide because mm -hmm. um, they're still trying to finish the book. And she's very firm about not letting them use the car. This is where Letty and Tick split off. And Letty stays behind to try to talk to Ruby to see what's going on and to apologize to her sister. And Tick is now... You don't actually see any of it, but you, it's a, you assume he's just taking a bus. Because mm -hmm. that's what he says. And he's taking a solo trip. And on Tick's end, we see him with his cousin's friend in St. Louis. She shows him this, like, photo album, and he sees a photo of his cousin, like, sporting the same, like, birthmark that he has. 
It's like a, I don't know how to describe what it looks like, yeah, but it's just a birthmark that's weird looking and they both have it, but his cousin had it on her bicep and Tix is on his back. And that's pretty mm-hmm. much all that we learned from that little interaction. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, Hippolyta, it, you only see like a moment of her car trip, but you see that like this woman on a motorcycle drives by her and Hippolyta kind of like... I also think that was the woman with the afro. Really? I'm pretty sure. We'll get to that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, on her map, is it's a map of Kansas with the coordinates. And then the phrase, every beginning is in time and every limit of extension in space. Don't know what that means. Yeah. And Letty and Ruby end up, you know, making up after the whole argument about the money and the house. And there's another moment that hints towards Letty possibly being pregnant when she gets nauseous from um, yeah, she just smells Ruby's cooking food. from garlic, she yeah. says. And she goes into Hippolyta's room just because she needs some air. And that's where she sees the orrery and then she calls Tick right away and finds the coordinates. And then the episode turns into something strange from here on out. <laughs> Hippolyta arrives at an old observatory and there's she finds a spot for the perfect match for her key that she finds and she turns it and like the machine doesn't start at first and then she, there's like this montage of her doing calculations with these like magical charts yeah. and symbols. It's kind of cool, I guess, kind of weird. And then two security guards show up that, like, you can hear them chatting that they just check the building. I believe, no, they're cops. I think they're cops from that same um, lodge. Oh, I thought they were, whatever, I thought they were security guards. Anyways, they show up to check out the building. They find that the machine's on. They grab Hippolyta. And then in the second bullshit moment of this episode, Atticus is suddenly there. And he attacks them and protects Hippolyta. But how did he get there? He was in St. Louis. We assume he took a bus. I also don't know how far St. Louis is from Kansas. But still, public transportation is not that good. Right. And and it appears it was like dinner dinner time based on Letty's call. And I guess it's like, I think it's, it's assuming that her calculations took the time for Atticus to get there, mm-hmm. but then it's still like, okay, but then the police just show up, and uh, I don't know. It, it Flimsy. It feels so weird because it like those two things don't match up. And the show hasn't done any of these like cheap corners so far, I don't think. No. They've made every like everything, even if it's magical, they tell you why or how it could happen, but this mm-hmm. was just kind of like, he's just there at the right moment. Exactly. Yeah. Anyways. The, the important part of this scene is that the machine kicks on and Atticus throws one of the cops through the portal. Hippolyta shoots the other one. And then, and then they both get sucked Tick, in. Yeah, Tick and Hippolyta both get sucked in. This is the weirdest part of this show so far, but also kind of like the least interesting. There's a lot of character growth for Hippolyta, but... Yeah, definitely. It doesn't feel like it fits. It basically, in a very sci-fi way, shows Hippolyta coming to terms with, like, being independent, I think, of George a little bit. And Mm -hmm. just, like, that she always felt insecure about being herself and was making herself small to fit other people's molds. So, like, it was good, but it was 
it <laughs> happens throughout a very long series of time traveling sequences. Yeah, it felt like this didn't need to be as long. I mean, the scenes are all cool on their own, but like this was yeah, but a like a third of the episode, right? And it's like she goes to she joins like a burlesque dancer, and that like builds her confidence, and she learns how to like live, kill white people, kill white people, <laughs> and she does warrior she training. To. And then there's a she sees George again, and she's able to confront him with all these things that she that never got to sweet. say. Yeah, it was like good. It's just it was long. Oh, it was long. And there's also a robotic lady with an afro. I don't know what was going on. And then she's wearing a Michael Myers jumpsuit. It's a whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like overall, it's good. She grew. You learned a lot about her as a character. It was just kind of out of place. And right in the end. They make her an offer. It's like, you could do whatever you want forever mm-hmm. and we'll make you an advanced alien species. And she's just like, nah. Yeah. Send me back. <laughs> right. <laughs> but that's fitting for her character, too, because yeah. she has a daughter to take care mm-hmm. of. But after all of that, those shenanigans, um, we see Tick gets spit out of the portal and he's holding a book. So we just assume that a he's A book gone. with the same name as yeah. the show. But we just assume that he's gone through some sort of similar uh, journey. Yeah. Oh, my God. But I hope it's not the thing we're like. What if they do that next episode? Then I really won't want to watch anymore. What? If, if oh, my God. Next episode is him. Tick's fucking experience. Ugh. This episode was a stinker. Now I'm saying it. I said it at the I beginning, but you didn't stinker. want me to. It was a stinker. I don't think that's the right words. It is the weakest episode. I'm going to say stinker. I just hope it doesn't do the thing. So he gets, Tick has a book called Lovecraft Country. And if he's like, this is the book about us. This is the book about the show. I'm done. And I'm not going to watch it anymore. Yeah. But I just hope, I, I don't think that's what they're going to do. Please don't do that. But we'll see what happens. But the I like that this episode actually ends very suspensefully because when Tick comes back, he this machine won't turn off. He doesn't know where Hippolyta is. He hears police car sirens because obviously these cops aren't reporting back. And under the dead cop that Hippolyta shot is a drawing. Yeah, can, from the daughter. From the that daughter. That will lead them back to her. Definitely. So, uh, yeah, the episode ends at least... Like, I want to see more. <laughs> I don't know how I feel. So that was episode seven of Lovecraft Country. <laughs> but yeah, we're going to keep watching the show. Make sure you stick around so you can listen <laughs> to what we Next episode will just be you. <laughs> Next episode might just be me. We'll see what happens. I hope it's good. I'm sure it will be good because uh, I hear a lot of people talking about the show and the finale. So I don't think it drops off from here. I think it gets good. But make sure you... Subscribe to us, follow us, do whatever, wherever you listen. I know it's different on all the things, mm-hmm. but it really helps us when you do subscribe and rate the show and let us know what you think. We're not just looking for, you know, all five stars. Please actually tell us what you think and ways we can and ways ways we can improve and what you do and don't like about the show. And also, if you're interested, follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Check the description on wherever you're listening because you'll see the Instagram and Twitter handles. Oh, and this is our Halloween episode. So happy Halloween, everybody. We said happy Halloween in the last one, too, but it's actually Halloween. But now it's actually Halloween. So actually happy Halloween 2020. Don't go to Halloween parties. Don't just stay safe, stay spooky, and stay inside. And maybe watch some spooky movies.
we're going to be watching Evil Dead. Probably some Shaun of the Dead. Halloween 3. Halloween 3. Oh, yeah, we're going to project it later. I'm so excited. You know what? We'll end with the Silver Shamrock jingle. Oh my god, okay. <laughs> Happy Halloween.